listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry, and we are talking today to Dr. Irma Izani Binti Muhammad Isa, who is an assistant professor at the University of Cyber Jaya. She's also here to talk to us, not really about her job and what she does, but about the fact that she is a cochlear implant recipient. So before we go any further, maybe you could give us an idea of what a cochlear implant is. As you already uh, know, I'm a cochlear implant uh, patient, uh, or we call it recipient. So I, I had my cochlear implant uh, surgery in 2008. 2008, sorry. 2008. 2008. Okay. Uh, so it's almost 15 years already wow. since wow. I, I got my cochlear implant. Uh-huh. Um, so what is cochlear implant? Yeah. Okay. Cochlear implant is uh, not like a normal hearing system. Uh, we call it cochlear implant because it's a implant which performs similar uh, function as the cochlear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But it's not like a normal one. It's like a machine one where we are where during the uh, surgery, mm-hmm. so we got the coil the implanted, and it will like uh, pass through the the original cochlea uh, inner part of the ear. So mm-hmm. it's uh, pass through the the eardrum mm-hmm. to the inner part of the ear. So where where we we the cochlea implant is uh, the cochlea is uh, located. It has to be done d- during surgery. During the surgery, where they got the coil inserted mm-hmm. to the first. Cochlear. Right. Okay, mm. so before we go any further, I think we need to go back in time, mm. right? Okay. And talk to you about why this operation and this system was put in the first place. So, Dr. Omar, were you born deaf? Were you fully mm. deaf? Like, what's the beginning of your story? Yeah, actually, I, I wasn't born deaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My case is different from them. Mm. They are hearing which is called as congenital, but for me, it's not congenital. For me, it is like a, it's like a progressive, which the condition I got uh, later in my life. Right. For me, it happened during my, my adolescent age. So how did you know that this was happening? How was it discovered? Actually, it was my mom hmm. who, who discovered that something wasn't right in her, her daughter. Things started actually when she uh, noticed that I didn't respond to her mm-hmm. when she called me from behind. Actually, uh, I was like uh, walking from the kitchen to the front of the house mm-hmm. and she she was uh, in, the, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She called me from my back. I couldn't see her face. I couldn't see that she was calling me. Right. So I did not respond to her. Right. And then suddenly I, my, my mother uh, came to like me and uh, nudged you I nudged me okay. <laughs> like, didn't you hear her why didn't you yeah. uh, respond to me I was calling you from mm-hmm. behind you just walk away like mm. nothing happened yeah. <laughs> did she think you were being rude like you <laughs> yeah, didn't care yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing with people with hearing loss they, they were uh, label or considered as uh, being difficult mm. or not respond not responding not to people yeah. but it's because of the condition not because of they don't, they, they, they don't want to do so it's not because they're ignoring you or being rude it's because they just can't hear you full stop yeah right yes yes, yes. could you explain to the lay person mm-hmm. when you say you were dealing with profound hearing loss mm. what could you hear mm. without the hearing device for profound uh, like the smallest sound that we can hear, how we determine the hearing level is based on the smallest or the softest sound that we can detect. Mm-hmm. Okay, for a profound uh, hearing loss, they can only hear a sound which an uh, amplifications of 80, 80 to 70 is like uh, a sound of a door a slamming. Cup. 
more a or less. A car door? Were you going to say a car yeah, door? A, a bit, a bit uh, softer than that. Maybe like a car. Right, going right past you. So, yeah. so quite a loud sound, that, basically. Yeah, for so that is mm. without the use of the mm. hearing aid. Mm. But he said, also hearing it also have its limitation range of um, range of sound which uh, is able to am- amplify but more than that uh, it wasn't able to help right. the recipient to listen at what point so you were kind of diagnosed 16 15 yeah. 16 yes at what point did you decide you know i need to do something more about this you know what that time in 2000 when I was first diagnosed, uh, what time is it? When I was 16 years old, not so many information that we can get from uh, about cochlear implant. Hmm. It's very considered very, very new technology and, and the information didn't really came to me. I would say that I know very little about cochlear implant. Hmm. Um, but my audiologist that time in the hospital back back 2000, uh, she, she is a Jajit, Jajit call. So she, she had once mentioned to me, mm-hmm. uh, Irma, your sound is becoming very, very bad now. But I know there's one technology uh, which is called as cochlear implant, which I think uh, mm. may help you in, in, with your hearing. Mm. That is the thing that she explained to me. And then that's it. Mm. Uh, because that time, the cochlear implant uh, surgery and the uh, overall the device it's a very, very costly. It's like a new I- invention right. and right. R&D. So very, very expensive back, back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have that in mind. But I, I, I just like, uh, I know about it. Uh, but then I know about the cost as well. Cost is uh, very, very expensive. So like there's another expensive? thing which, which make... Uh, I mean, back then, like how expensive was it? 100K. Wow, 100,000 ringgit. 100k. Yeah. And is that lot, like a yeah. one-time cost, or do you have to like keep paying to update it, or like? Yes, okay. that also uh, another cost that that wow. that uh, involved. And then the next thing that happened, of course, is to realize that you could hear again. How yeah. how okay. was that feeling and that moment uh, like? So from the operation until we call it a switch on. Switch on is the activations of right. the external part. So during right. the operation where they implant, they inserted the coil, we call it the internal part of the cochlear implant. Mm-hmm. So internal, we have internal part and we have the external part. Oh, so okay. the internal part, which is being inserted during operation, so I have my magnet just uh, below my uh, skin on my head. Okay. Which is going to be connected with the magnet on the external part of the cochlear implant. So it's like a, the magnet is used to connect the two parts together. Interesting. Uh, and I also have at the same time, for me to listen, I have to put on the external part of the cochlear implant, which I'm wearing behind my ear. It's like a behind the ear hearing aid. It okay. looks mm-hmm. more or less the same as the behind. So when it then when they, they turned it on, what? was that feeling like could you immediately hear the difference yes yes so for me it's like a magic so if <laughs> i take it out i couldn't hear anything <laughs> if, and then, then if i put it on and and i mean uh switch it on mm-hmm. then i can hear normally like uh, like normal people only me can experience it <laughs> wow <laughs> amazing is like you had even though me, know me what i'm talking about right? that is yeah. the thing it's like you had a mute button for the world. Yes. Like you could turn the world <laughs> yeah. on and off as you yeah. wanted. <laughs> yeah. my, 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 uh, my sons, I have three sons and one daughter. If they, they small, small 
children. My no. goodness. Uh, yeah. okay. If they quarrel, if they fighting, I just take it out. I want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. It's like every mother's dream is to have the off button or mute button for the for the screaming children. <laughs> so you don't start quarrel. Do whatever you want to sleep. I think it out and I go to sleep. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. So you have mentioned a few times that this cochlear implant is not for everyone because there are a few key factors in making it a success for a person. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who's thinking about getting this done, because mm -hmm. it is very expensive, yes. right? If they have this opportunity, what advice would you give to that person? She, she has to decide what makes her want to go for the cochlear implant. She has to know herself what is the reason that makes her wants to go for the cochlear implant surgery based on her expectation. So she has to decide first. From other point of view, like for example, for me, I couldn't, I could not longer receive benefit from my hearing aid. With the use of hearing, I still struggle a lot. I couldn't listen to conversation. I couldn't follow normal conversation in group. Mm -hmm. I miss, miss out a lot of uh, life activity because of my hearing right. problem. Right. So I think enough is enough with what, what I already want to give up my, my study. I want almost give up. Mm. Uh, that's the thing, because I want to be a doctor, but I think I couldn't move. I couldn't move forward with this kind of condition. We appreciate you joining us here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you this so opportunity. Thank I, you. I just, I'm happy to share my experience, and hopefully, it will create more awareness among us about the hearing loss and what are the options that we have. I think this has been fascinating. Both Terry and I yeah. are definitely booking ourselves in to get ear tests done. Considering what tests. we do for a living, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it's just something that I think, you know, would benefit everyone. You get your eyes checked. You get your teeth checked. Why not get your hearing checked as well? Absolutely. So thank you, first of all, to Elin Fariza Slamat, who is the Senior Audiologist at Sunway Medical Center for getting us onto this. Mm -hmm. And of course, for Assistant Professor of Pharmacology at the University of Cyberjaya, Dr. Irma Izani, who is a cochlear recipient talking to us about her experience. You can listen to this again and find out more if you hop on over to the Light Breakfast podcast that's on the Shock app. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.